This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation, the voice of agriculture. Learn more at fb.org. Good Friday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. The new unified regulatory agenda for the Department of Agriculture includes some pending action on Packers and Stockyards Act reform. A USDA release today was not specific on exact rulemaking language, but said the department plans to pursue three proposed rules on the subject, one to clarify the law's scope, one to address the poultry tournament system, and another to outline the harm required to claim a Packers and Stockyards Act violation. Livestock and meat groups have previously opposed Obama administration efforts to take a look at PSA enforcement, but several stayed quiet today and said they would wait for more information on specific language before offering comment. North American Meat Institute leader Juliana Ponce, however, said the group will continue to oppose unnecessary and burdensome government intervention in livestock markets. There's more on the news in our story on agripulse.com. The recent hacking of meatpacker JBS and price disparities between packers and producers has spurred calls for a Senate hearing on the issue, but calls are not quite as loud and far along in the House. North Carolina Republican David Rouser is the ranking member of the House Ag Committee's Livestock and Foreign Agriculture Subcommittee. He says he's not sure there will be a new policy moved in the House on beef markets this year. You know, I'm not I'm not quite certain how much uh, we're going to be able to achieve in the next year and a half, quite frankly, because of all the uh, partisanship and the craziness that we're dealing with in the political realm. Uh, but I do think that a, a tremendous amount of uh, uh, work is going to take place in this arena uh, that will prepare us uh, to a, to address it, perhaps probably in a later Congress. But you never know. We, I might be pleasantly surprised. He says cybersecurity might get a closer look given the many sectors of the economy that could be impacted. There's more from Rouser, including his thoughts on the Waters of the U.S. rewrite and conservation spending in this week's Washington Week in Review on agripulse.com. The week saw some progress on moving infrastructure legislation, but things are still a ways off. Agripulse's Ben Nully has more. A bipartisan group of five Democratic and five Republican senators are now working on a $1.2 trillion infrastructure proposal to offer President Joe Biden. Talks between the White House and West Virginia Republican Shelley Moore Capito collapsed earlier this week. Soy Transportation Coalition Executive Director Mike Steenhook says up to this point, Republicans have wanted to do something on traditional infrastructure like roads, bridges, and inland waterways. But will that change? Do they concur with that? Are they willing to incorporate more of these other things that the president wants to include? You know, because again, $928 billion that was being offered is a significant amount of money. And so that's going to be the real question that, that I have moving forward is whether these Republicans, how much more they're wanting to spend and what additional items are they willing to include in you know, that ultimate package. Arizona Democrat Kirsten Sinema and Ohio Republican Rob Portman are leading the group. But the White House has made clear they do not want to index the gas tax for inflation or use unspent COVID money to help pay for the plan. Those are two things the new proposal would do. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer wants to hold a vote by the end of June. For AgriPulse, I'm Ben Nully. AgriPulse is set to be the exclusive media partner of the Sustainable Agriculture Summit held in November this year in Las Vegas. The event is a meeting place for all agricultural stakeholders to learn from speakers, share successes and challenges, and build partnerships to drive a more sustainable future for U.S. agriculture. There's more on the news in a release on agripulse.com. 
Finally today, a federal judge has ordered the Department of Agriculture not to issue payments to minority farmers as part of a debt relief program passed earlier this year. USDA says farmers should continue with their applications for the program despite payments being on hold. Phil Brasher has more on agripulse.com. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's Drive Time is brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation. The estate tax forced a teenage Ann Margaret Hughes to choose between her college savings and saving the farm. Unless Congress eliminates the estate tax or at least makes a higher exemption permanent, many more farm families will be forced to do the same. Learn more at fb.org. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.